How's working from home been going for you? Remarkably remote from GoToMeeting will help you succeed in today's new normal in just three minutes or less. We'll share simple but helpful tips to keep you right on track. From managing your motivation, workload, and relationships, to hosting and attending virtual events to keep you connected with your clients and colleagues. Check out Remarkably Remote on your favorite podcasting platform or head to gotomeeting.com slash tips. Hey, bet you I can hit a ball past that tree. 20 bucks says you can. Hey, morons. I told you I want to watch the hockey game. Now cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. Relax. Think of it as a way to enjoy your grandma's possessions for another half hour. Oh my God, you got a hold of that one. I'd like to see you try it. Yeah, it's not as easy as it looks. Sorry, ladies, I'm not the golfing type. I'll tell you what, you hit a ball past my ball and we'll go straight back to work so you can watch your precious hockey game. <laughs> Give me the stupid club. Look at this stupid thing. This is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Look how he's standing. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Holy shit! Go back to work. That house is like 400 yards away. Is that good? That's unbelievable. Beginner's luck. 20 bucks says you can't do it again. Bring it on. that guy he shouldn't have been standing there one more time double or nothing you better pay up oops all right maybe we should get back inside hey you made a bet pay the man only thing else i got to say is how about them cowboys how about them cowboys indeed you are listening to the athletic the schedule is out for your dallas cowboys so now we attempt to pull out our 2020 versions of the Gray Sports Almanac and look back to the future to predict the outcomes of each and every regular season matchup for the Cowboys. So welcome back in to About Them Cowboys. I am Kent Garrison, uh, Doc Brown of the podcast, keeping things without flux as we use what we've learned in the past to make friendly wagers on the future. And remember, you can follow all of our coverage at The Athletic for every team, not just the Cowboys. By becoming a member of our community, go to theathletic.com slash aboutthemcowboys to get 40% off of your subscription. We're also running a 90-day free trial, so go to any article on The Athletic to sign up for 90 days for free. And if you want to go ahead and lock in your subscription, use our link, theathletic.com slash aboutthemcowboys for 40% off. So now, it's time to welcome in our panel. Back with us again. He's about to try out for NASCAR, so let's hope he keeps things over 88 miles per hour. Boy, am I excited to read that. It's Saad Yusuf of The Athletic Dallas. Hello, Saad. Hey, you know, I've actually tried out for NASCAR multiple times, probably on the highway. Um, yeah. It, it, it's gone well. Your uh, police record says so as well. <laughs> so I'm excited to read that that piece. I'm sure it'll be very detailed, very well done. And here, to make sure we're all in line in our thinking... He's uh, the George McFly of the podcast because he's all of our fathers. It's Father John Mashoda. Howdy, John. How are you? I'm good. Out of all those different scenarios that you've 
introduced Sod with over the last however, however many shows. All the trials. I think the NASCAR one's the most <laughs> the most intriguing. I liked the the you know laser tag, professional laser tag, professional frolf. Uh, frisbee golf was a good one too. I'd like to see that. I, that needs to be your thing, Sod. I'm going to keep keep talking about it on the podcast until you just every other piece for the athletic is you trying out for some some professional team of some kind. That what, would that would be something. What's the least likely team you could you would try out for? Uh, like a walk on. That I would least likely make definitely hockey. I would try out for it, but I'm not a great skater, so that'd probably be the one that, that, <laughs> I, need the that video I'd least likely make. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to get that make that happen, man, as soon as possible. Uh, John, yeah, but funny funny thing, real quick, Sean Shapiro, our stars writer, it was actually like a goalie in college, so he would oh. he would be much better there. He could actually do it, maybe if there's a right. strike or something, stars might come calling. Well, uh, John, I want to play this game called. Has John seen the movie? Because <laughs> I know, uh, you know, some movies you've seen that are very random and some you haven't. So I just wanted to know on the record, have you seen Back to the Future, John? I have, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Not just in a long to... time, but I have. Uh, usually, I mean, I'm picky about movies. So, like, I, I don't watch, like, any, I don't watch very much sci-fi. Um, so you can usually rule those out. But I did watch um, Back to the Future uh, when I was younger, I think the one that would probably maybe surprise most people is uh, I never watched E.T. That was probably be never the, seen E.T. No. And again, uh, I didn't really care for that stuff as a kid. And as I've gotten older, I I just really don't have time for sci fi. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think you're a little too old for, for E.T. I think that's like a age 12 to 18. You're in yeah. the prime age to to enjoy that one. I still really I enjoy E.T. But yeah, I don't I don't think at your age that you would could you know see it now for the first time and, and get really much of it much from it but uh yeah man that is a, a surprising one have you seen jaws john yeah mm-hmm. good i mean that's based on true story so of course i've seen that have you seen uh close encounters i'm gonna go through all the spielberg <laughs> nope nope oh that's another one no nope. oh, i gotta gotta see close encounters that's that's a solid one uh okay well time to welcome in our guide for the convo i'd say he's the marty mcfly of the podcast because even though he's done this before it somehow feels new every single time. It's KT, Kevin KT, Fun Tweets Turner. Hey, KT, what's up? All right. Well, look, it's uh, I'm glad to be back uh, for this episode. I was very intrigued by the NFL schedule release rollout the other night where it was three hours of just trying to find a representative from each team to talk about some of the fun games on their schedule. Yeah. And then, Kent, you sent the text message was like, and you were like, hey, how about a little friendly wager? And I was like, look – no sports has been tough for me for a lot of reasons, but number one has been just the friendly action between friends. You know, now with Venmo, it's very easy to go, hey, I've got 20 bucks on the Mavs tonight, uh, you know, or something like that, at least for me. Um, so, like, that's been fun for me. So, like, I I, uh, I love uh, friendly action, and I'd like to see what you have in mind in terms of bet payoffs because uh, there has to be a payoff. Otherwise, there's no point in yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, here. Here's a few choices, and let me know which one, which one sticks out to you. Just to, on the topic of our, our episode last week, the first choice is a little Slim Shady hair action. Mm. A little bleached hair okay. for however long you no. want to keep the bleached hair. I don't like that at all. The second choice. <laughs> John, you've done it before, so it's yeah, nothing well, new. Yeah, well, it was a long time ago. We're talking like... 20 years ago. <laughs> Still need picture proof of that. Yeah, Still don't believe you. It's out there. The fact that you grew up in Detroit makes it very likely. Um, the next one is a mustache bet. 
So creepy mustache. Change the Twitter pick to creepy smile, creepy mustache for at least a week. Out of nowhere, you don't you don't say people that follow the podcast will know, but you can't tweet. Hey, I gotta I gotta change my my profile pic to a creepy mustache because no, I no, lost a bet. I don't like that you just have to randomly do it and. People that not follow a, you will just see your photo one day and be like, oh, what? John changed no, his photo. What? what no. Wait. <laughs> no, next one. not doing that one either. Keep going. Okay, there's a couple more choices, but we have to decide one. There's Can't get out of this thing scot-free. The next one is you have to put truck nuts on your car for a week and drive around. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that on my car. They would, they would drive <laughs> the ground. I don't have a Civic or whatever. I don't have a trailer <laughs> to my car. Uh, that would be even better if it's like a, a Volkswagen with truck nuts. I and they're just dragging and yes, just sparking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the gold ones, metal plated. This is possible. What's the next one? So the next one is, it's called the Waffle House bet. Basically, you have to stay in a Waffle House for 24 hours. And with each waffle you eat, it subtracts one hour from the bet. Oh, I'm down with that. So you eat twelve waffles, you have to stay there twelve hours. And the only the only way we would know is if you screenshot when you get there and then on the receipt we'll see how much you ate at what time you left. And it has to be on waffles? Yes, just one one single waffle from Waffle House. You can bring your laptop, you can work there, you what can if they you kick know, you out. Book. They won't kick you out. They won't kick you out of a twenty four hour Play. You could tell them, "Hey, I'm. I gotta be here for a day. I'm gonna eat a ton. No, don't worry. Yeah, I'll but you, you could good. easily just leave and then come right back and take another picture. Well, you gotta, you gotta eat the waffles. It's not effort. We're gonna, we're gonna find ways to keep you there. We'll, we'll do some GPS kind of like find my friends. Can I, I just take you guys out to dinner if I lose? No, that's too. Well, that's not interesting at all. On top of the payoff, yes. On top of the, yeah. <laughs> On top of bleaching your hair, absolutely. And the last one. Uh. And this one might be the funnest for audio's sake. Is I've got this last dab sauce from Hot Ones. You guys have seen Hot Ones YouTube where they eat chicken yeah, wings? Yeah. yeah, I'll do this. I've thing. got the last dab sauce. Oh, I'm down. You got to yeah, do the I'll last do dab on the air and try to do the rest of the episode after taking the last dab. Oh, hey, and and that honestly would be the best payoff for everybody else too because I'm so like bad with spicy foods. And so oh. uh, I would be an absolute fucking Oh, shit. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. That's the best one for me because I can't I can't do spicy food at all, and I know I'll be in a lot of I'll be in a lot of pain. That will be that'll be the worst thing that can happen. Trying to hear me. you then, talk but, with it would be very funny too. And oh, try I'll to probably be, be crying. Yeah, crying like and trying to give good sports opinions would be very funny. So you're talking about yeah, it's and, the, the very last one that they do on the show? It's the last dab, yeah. It's oh, my the, God. It's, it's the hottest, be so it's bad. triple X. I've got the bottle right here. I'm looking at it. Um, I can look, look at some of the ingredients here. Guys, from, is, the, uh, from the part of the world that I reign from, like, that would not be entertaining for you guys. I would just casually be eating that like it was like it was a it was a stick of ice cream or something like it was it would be uh, it would be very easy for me. That's the one I'm doing. Yeah, like. See, I'm trying to think of what, like, uh, I'm trying to think what I think is spicy. It's a triple combination of Pepper X, Chocolate Pepper X, and Peach Pepper X. Mm. So it's three, it's three insane peppers together. I can't even eat a jalapeno pepper. Oh my like, goodness. I can't even have, like, really? a little bit of one. Oh, yeah, we're doing uh, this. Or, it's the yeah, last dab. We're doing the last dab. Miserable. So, so I got, I, I vote for the last dab. Um, How did you get this? 
You can order it. Okay. You can order it. I might do it just to try it out. Yep. See, so, now I, I think like Sod needs food. to choose something else now because Sod's open. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can mix it up. Sod, would you want to do Waffle House bet, truck nuts, maybe it'll bleach your hair? Uh, if I'm not going to be able to do the spicy thing, then I'm going to do Waffle House. Waffle House bet, okay. All right. I'll do the bleached hair or mustache, whatever you guys want to see. Oh, my. Me. Okay. I love that. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'll do the bleached hair. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And, uh, and we'll see how long my hair is at the time. Right now, it is, you know, Jonah Hill Afro from Superbad. But, um, yeah, I'll do the bleach. Are you tear. talking like a one? Are you talking like a one day, like, washes out hair dye or, like, bleach uh, your hair like it's going to be like that until your hair grows out? Well, I'll do it for a week. I'll do it for a full oh. week. I'll, I'll dye the hair. I'll do it for a full <laughs> week. And if I like it, I'll keep it. But I'll do it for a full week. You like it. You I mean, like the pain it. You never for me go back. Just, the pain for me on that one, I think, is – I mean, it does kind of hurt, and I will look like an idiot. Uh, but it's really just kind of paying to get your hair done. Yeah. I'll do either the bleached hair or the Waffle House bet, which one – whichever you guys vote. Okay. KT, um, you think I should do – I think Ken I think anybody that's hair. willing to do the bleached hair should do the bleached okay, hair. Okay, I'll do the bleached yeah. hair. All right. Okay. All right. So we got so, a couple bleached hairs. We got a Waffle House, and John has to do the last dab if he loses. So the way we're going to do this is, and we'll get into this, KT, as, we, as you uh, lead us through this. We got we're going to go game by game and do win loss, but we're going to do it whoever is the most accurate. So if we all predict, let's say nine and seven, then then somebody can still lose. It's whoever picked the right nine and seven. And there's only one loser, okay. right? Right. Whoever has the worst, the the least accurate prediction. Is the loser? Yes, of course. So that's that's the way we're going to do this. It's not just KT. A how many of overall. these have you done? Because I, I feel like I've heard you on the radio over the years do things like this before. How many of these that's, have you done? Yeah. Oh, on the radio. Uh, uh, um, so many. I mean, uh, we did one where the loser had to do a glitter beard, get their uh, glitter put in their beard, and that that's was a good one. That's a good that, – by the way, that's a good – You have to have a three, hefty beard to do that, though. That's a two- or three-week-long bit because that glitter never goes away. Yeah. Um, there's the – now, I don't I, – I, I generally win these. I'm not being cocky. And I'm, this could be a testament to the guys I work with, Ben and Skin. Um, but generally, I win bets. Uh, uh, we also had the clown face makeup bet where, where I actually had to be on the phone booking a clown to come paint Ben's face like a clown. For a road show. So the clown face bet happened. Um, uh, I lost the eggplant costume bet where I had to do a road show <laughs> in a full eggplant costume. I remember pluckers. that. Wait, you mean an actual eggplant or like a, what, an egg, like a, I don't know. Just the big costume. A phallus, like, let's just say. It, it looks like the, I saw the pictures of it. It looks like the emoji. Yeah, yeah, it looks just like the emoji. It's just got a little face and arms and it was the hottest, like, <laughs> The show was so hot, though. It's like, oh, it was 150 degrees, it felt like. I mean, it was torture. It sucked. Um, yeah, so just, I've, I've done quite a bit of these. But What's the I, worst I, one? Again, I, I've i never lost. So that's kind of <laughs> – I mean, just that one's the only one I've lost. So I haven't had anything that's been too tumultuous. Um, I remember Shippy, uh, who used to work on our show, he lost a bet once where – remember when all those coyote attacks were happening in Frisco? <laughs> Yeah, and the bet pal was you had to dress up like a coyote. I remember that too. And go hang out on that street corner for a few hours. 
where all the Akaudi attacks were happening. So that was a bet payoff. He should have, like, covered himself in bacon or something and stood there, like, as bait for the coyote. Generally, though, a lot of our our bet payoffs were as simple as, like, one year the Rangers were way out of it, and it was just live-tweeting a West Coast Rangers game, Uh, which is, you know, (laughs) in August when they're 20 games back, it's not a lot of fun. Or then uh, also we had a a bet where you would uh, choose a movie. Like, uh, for instance, the last time on our show on uh, 97 won the Eagle – Skin lost a bet, and the bet was he had to watch, in honor of Kenny Rogers, who died, the country music legend, <laughs> he had to watch the Kenny Rogers movie, The Coward of the County, and send 30 tweets off and during that one hour and 30 minute movie. <laughs> and if you think there's, I mean, that was one of the worst movies of all time. And he had to sit through it and live tweet it. So that's pretty good punishment as well. Wow. But nothing physical. Like, yeah, that's the thing about the hot sauce thing. I mean, Saad was very confident in it. For me, it's like, okay, if that's going to make my butt burn and make me run to the bathroom, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to get yeah. down on that. But I'll, I'll bleach my hair. That, that'll be it for me. For John, it is uh, uh, the the last dab hot sauce. For Saad, the Waffle House bet. And for Kent, bleached hair. Yeah, I'll do that. And we're going off accuracy, right? Not like total record. Yes, we're going exactly. off accuracy. If you get that game right. Yes, and so basically everybody submit these to KT after we do this. Submit mm-hmm. your results, and KT, if you want to email them to yourself or something as as a record. So at the end of the season, we will we will tally up the results and and have a little bet payoff episode. I'll hey, actually. Type I'm not, them up I'm as not we joking. Go. My hands are sweating right now thinking about that last. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, there's a chance I won't be able to even finish the show. I might have a panic attack and go to the hospital. I'm telling you. And I'm, I'm regretting that I dis, I disclosed how best. much I could do that because I wish I could do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not I joking. My hands are sweating right now. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait. But there's no way you're going to lose, John. You know too much about no, this game. Yeah, right. There's no right. chance. It's going to be me or, yeah, probably me. I'm probably going to have to bleach my hair. Let's be honest. But uh, again, uh, one more disclaimer, KT, is this is if the season happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I've been very vocal in our last two podcasts that you can go find um, about them Cowboys on the Athletic. So if you want to get my hot takes on that, maybe that's the place for you to go get those. But I'd love to hear what Saad and John think. Do you think we'll get a season? Do you think we'll get a season on time? Do you think we'll be delayed? I mean, how do you see this playing out just beginning from training camp all the way through? We'll start with you, John. Yeah, I think they'll end up playing games. I just don't know that there's going to be any fans there, and I don't know if it'll be a full 16-game season, and I don't know if these games that we have in front of us will actually be played on the dates that they're played. But there will be some some form of a season, and there will be a Super Bowl, and it could all get pushed back. But, like, they're going to have a season. Um, it just is a matter of, you know, it, it probably isn't going to run as smoothly as us looking at the schedule and going, oh, look at that. At Seattle on uh, September 27th. Well, if fans aren't in the stands, I don't know how how daunting it will be to win in Seattle. You know, like I I don't I think that they set this schedule up on purpose like this so they can just really drop those first four games if they have to, and uh, then you lose two home games and two away games, and you go on with the, with the other twelve on your on your schedule. And so uh, I think that was all part of the process. Um, I do think that you know baseball and basketball will try and make a return, and you could possibly see uh, you know players test positive and you know those sports come to a halt for a little bit um but because i do think that those other sports are going to at least try stuff we saw the ufc uh the other night i think because of that i i think 
the NFL is kind of in the best spot of any of them that they can kind of sit back a little bit. And so, yeah, I think this, this off season is going to be really weird. I don't think there's going to be a training camp that we're going to be attending. And as far as like the media or fans, and I don't know if fans will be at any of the games, but I, I believe there'll be a season. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think there's going to be a season. I don't think there's going to be, you know, any semblance of a full preseason or anything like that. And also the regular season. Um, I, I think we'll, I, I don't, I'm not there yet to thinking that it'll be condensed. Um, I think it's a possibility. I don't think that'll happen. I think what's, uh, what, what my hunch is, is just that it's going to, it could be pushed back a little bit and there's, they'll still try to play the full 16. And, uh, and I certainly don't think that there's going to be fans, uh, in 2020 for any sports. And that includes, includes the NFL. What about, Hey, sad. What about this? What about the Super Bowl? I was thinking about that. Like, what if, I just find it hard to believe that they'll play Super Bowl next February or March without any fans. Um, do you think that 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 would have no fans or do you think they would have it to where like maybe there's just not as many and they're kind of, you know, it's it's a limited number, but more than you'd see during a regular season game? Yeah, that's a good question. And, and like, you know, I think I, I think I would go with limited, but there's a couple of factors. First of all, it's in it's in Tampa, which you know, Florida as a state is, uh, um, how to put it delicately. Struggling. Right. So, uh, so I think first it'll depend a lot on what's happening in Florida at that point. And then, uh, yeah, but they could move it too, though. Right. That's true. That's true. And if they do, we'll give it to you next year, but yeah. And, and so I think that's something that I I agree with you. I think there will be fans at the Super Bowl in some capacity, probably just not uh, a full packed stadium or anything like that. But, um, for for regular season games, I just can't see um, home arenas being being packed with fans in any way. I, I guess where I'm at is that if they do, you know, find a way to get the season going, I think there could be phases, just like there has been with reopening businesses. There could be phases of okay, so we've done this for three or four weeks with no fans. Now let's try week five. Let's see if we can get uh, you know twenty five percent capacity, and I'm using that number as an example, just because that's what we're using here for businesses. But you know, because I do think there will be a, a sense of anxiety with the big money people <laughs> who kind of put this, who kind of make this league run. They're going to kind of be like, okay, well, let's see if why not? Why couldn't we get a little bit of a gate here just to get a little bit of it back? I, I think that's something that's very potential. And you may have to be seats six feet apart or uh, ten feet apart, whatever whatever it needs to be. You know, I mean, you could only sell designed number of tickets, and season ticket holders would get first dibs if they wanted them. You know, you know, just you would have to like pick out seat by seat which seats are available. I think that's something that's possible, but I still go back to and again, I'm not trying to be a downer because I it's going to suck if there's no football. What happens if there's one case? That's all. Right, that's what NBA. I'm saying, KT. There's one case. It's over. I, I just we're talking about something. What if it's not over though? On one case, yeah. What if they just try and quarantine that one player? They they decide, hey, for like let's just like that one team that had that player, they're not going to play this week. We're going to kind of we're going to keep testing that team. Obviously, that player is going to be quarantined, but the other teams are going to keep playing, like UFC. Well, same thing that we've seen, though, like uh, I'll just use an example. A, a staffer at the White House uh, tested positive. Now everyone around that staffer is going into self-quarantine. So let's say it's an offensive guard. OK, so th- at the guys that practice who he's been around, 
which is the offensive lineman, the quarterback, the defensive lineman, <laughs> have all been in his area, and there's a chance that that guy has breathed on them. And every team that they played the past two weeks, uh, you know, every team. I think it just gets real hairy when we start talking about And look, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, any uh, first and foremost, like anybody who kind of claims they know what they're talking about with this, you know, there, there are everything's contextual here. There is no hardcore right or wrong answer to a lot of this stuff because it's we've never dealt with it before. So I want to be like very clear what I'm saying when I when I say that. But like, I also like feel like you could kind of get get yourself in a situation where like, okay, we're just going to test. You know, we're going to test all these players frequently and things like that. Meanwhile, the flu could come back. Not the, not the flu. The coronavirus could come back. And that's the biggest thing. You start talking about, okay, Freddie, we made it through training camp. We made it through weeks one. We made it through weeks two. That's my other biggest question is if we get past the question of anyone, of all, every player in the league getting through camp and getting through a, the first couple games of the season, my other question is what happens when it comes back, which is what many experts are predicting. But I also think – there's been so much invested, you know, so quickly in getting a vaccine, which would still have to be tested and vouched for and approved. There's still a lot that has to be done there. But I do think the predictions on getting a vaccine could be, you know, a little faster than maybe what you're seeing too, just because of how much has been going into that and how much focus has been put on that. Matter of fact, we're doing an episode yeah. of Dr. Oz. Not that I would, you know, I'm with UKT though on, I feel like we get to week four. Or something like that, and some player tests positive, and they shut it down. Like that's what I feel like is maybe the most likely scenario. Sadly, I, I just don't, I just don't see a scenario where we go sixteen games with not one player in the NFL testing positive for the coronavirus. I don't, I don't see that as possible. I mean, hopefully, you know, I mean, we're talking about this in May, so maybe even by September, we're at a place, or August, you know, maybe even as soon as August, we're at a place where. You know, the, the transmission rate is down significantly. Hopefully that's the case. But, you know, if we're talking right now, I just don't see that as a possibility. So, And this is where the NFL can benefit from another sport, you know, trying it. Like, I am mm-hmm. very curious to see how baseball handles this. I mean, their biggest players, their most famous players, their most high-paid players have been outspoken about not wanting to play without fans even and not wanting to be away from their family. You know, but there's more more players. I mean, I know Kershaw and Trout swing a big stick there, but there's more players in the league who don't make that much money who could really use the money. I, I think they, I think that would pass. You know, I think the the whole thing about uh, basically the plan that they're putting in front of players. I think the MLB Players Association would pass that, and I think they're going to probably give it a shot. So I think we're going to see baseball try, and I think we'll see how that goes. And the NFL will, will benefit from that, just getting to see. Someone else be a taste a, a, a test study. Yeah, that's just one man's opinion. You guys, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just, well, in, in terms of the Super Bowl, though, know, right? <laughs> it, I mean, can you imagine the PR hit the NFL would take if 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 they packed out a Super Bowl even at fifty percent, and then two weeks later they're like, you know, four percent of the people that attended the Super Bowl tested positive for for COVID. Like that would be an absolute nightmare. I mean, again, that's almost a year away. I don't know if they would necessarily look at it that way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it would have to be higher than 4%. I mean, if we're just being honest, like, I don't know, man. Like, Bro, I just Chief don't Saints think, like... 
Chiefs say it was a memorable comeback gonna, from Pat well, Mahomes. Well, they're going to have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to have to like, sign some you, waiver. Pat. Like the fans are going to have to sign some waiver saying. Absolutely. If you catch Corona at this event, you cannot sue us for putting you in harm's way, basically. I, I just feel I've heard Jerry and Steven too much in the last month or so talk about like the draft and free agency and the schedule releases being a respite and this you know, for everyone is a getaway from, you know, obviously the depressing times of, of this pandemic. And I really feel like the NFL is going to do, I mean, the NFL, just like UFC, I, I just have felt, you know, it's just going to do everything it possibly can to be out there and be a, a sense of the entertainment for people to take their minds away from this stuff. And I just feel like, like I've said on here many a times, I feel like if anybody is going to try and, and make this thing go, it's going to be the NFL. And, and, and I don't know, you know, like the way how fast the NBA shut down when Rudy Gobert uh, tested positive. Like, I don't know if the NFL is going to have that same impact uh, once the season starts. Like, I would hope that that's what would happen. But I don't know that that I mean, I don't think anybody really knows. But I think it also depends on how our country is doing as well in terms of people that are contracting it and, and how fast people are recovering and, and the impact it's having on them. But um, I don't know if it's like, you know, when Rudy Gobert happened, you knew that wasn't going to be like. Oh, this will probably be like a week or two. And then they'll start playing NBA games again. You were like, wow, this is, yeah, this is huge. Like they might not even play the rest of this NBA season. It could be so bad. Like, I don't know if it'll be that way in September for or October for the NFL. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody does though, really. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing is I don't think anyone knows. And that's where, yeah. that's where I, I kind of stand. I'm just like the pretending to know anything or, or, or talking out my butt is not something I really want to do because it just doesn't. He's never done this before, man. This is different than anything we've ever, ever done. Um, but let's let's do the fun stuff. Let's predict some games for with a, with a lot on the line as well. So much on the line. Duh, that payoffs ha. for everyone. I've actually got my uh, joke. Pad I would up say so I can I can track these as we go here and then send to you when we're done, Kent. The Cowboys open up the season on Sunday Night Football. We can say that they you guys on this game will have a SoFi's choice. As the Rams open up SoFi Stadium on Sunday night football, of course, Jerry, who wanted football in L.A., of course the Cowboys will open in L.A. in 2020 for the Rams' new stadium. And, guys, my prediction in this game, a full off season, and I, maybe Sean McVay's been overrated, maybe, but a full off season to get a game plan ready. I know there will be a lot of Cowboys fans in attendance. The last dabs on the line. There always is. And I think there's going to be such high hopes for the McCarthy era, and I think everything's going to be looking great. But I still have the Rams coming out on top. Uh, I have I'm taking I'm giving a Cowboys loss in Week One. <laughs> oh man, my hands are sweating. Uh, let oh, me see John. here. I, when I when the, you know it's easy when the schedule came out and I started writing this article and I and I had them at ten and six, just going through the schedule real quick. But now now that I know that a good chance of me embarrassing myself on this on this show is, is, is a possibility. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on a win here. Ooh. Okay, son. Ooh. Okay. Um, man, this is tough. I, I, I think I, the problem is that if, if, uh, if we had a full off season, if we had a training camp and everything, then I would definitely take the Cowboys here. And if we don't, then I would take the Rams, but I know I have to pick an answer. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to try to, try to predict what the situation is going to be like over the next few months, say that we won't have a full preseason, full training camp and everything like that. And so I'm going to take the Rams to beat the Cowboys. Okay. 
Cowboys loss. Kent? Yeah, I actually had the Rams winning this game as well for the simple fact that L.A. knows what their system is, and and uh, it shouldn't be much different from last year. But at the same point, nobody has any tape on these Cowboys. I mean, you might look at what McCarthy did with, with Green Bay and use that as a template, but, I mean, they're not going to know how much to prep for the Cowboys. But at the same time, and the re- my reasoning be, I think it's going to take uh, a little bit for the Cowboys to kind of get – Get in this system and and you know get their wheels really turning and and get get on the right track. So I, I think they struggle in week one, but uh, you know we'll see the rest of my schedule how things go. But yeah, I, I don't anticipate them hitting the ground running right off the bat. So I'm, I'm so, taking L.A. at home winning this game. So after one game, John will either be behind by one or ahead <laughs> by one. Is he's the only one who picked the Cowboys to win week one? We got a week two Cowboys at home against Atlanta. I actually think Atlanta is going to be pretty bad this year. I just don't think they've done enough to really to really help. That defense has a lot of questions. The offense has questions, and they really didn't address too much on the offensive line where Matt Ryan was getting killed every time I watched them play last year. I've got the Cowboys beating the, the Falcons handily in their home opener. Yeah, I'm kind of with – I agree with you. I'm, I'm also going with Cowboys in a win there, starting 2-0. and and, and I understand what you're saying, Kent, on the starting slow in that, but I do uh, – I do think part of the reason 2016 was so successful for the Cowboys is because teams, as predictable as the Jason Garrett, Rod Marinelli era was, uh, teams didn't really know what to expect once Dak was the starting quarterback and doing some of the, you know, stuff that they did with the read option things with Zeke and that. Um, I think it threw some teams off and it was just kind of a, you know, a new, a new kind of wrinkle that, uh, and there were several new, new wrinkles when Dak became the quarterback and there was this just not the same expectations. And I think, there could be some of that with this team as well. I know you lose Travis and that hurts, but for the most part, that that offense is pretty much what they've had before, except you're just adding in CeeDee Lamb in, as a, in, in place of Randall Cobb, and you're replacing, I guess, Blake Jarwin, Jason Witten. So uh, there's some changes, but most of that nucleus will be back. I, I think the offense will be fine uh, early on. So, yeah, I got the Cowboys starting 2-0. Yeah, I got the Cowboys uh, getting their first win against the Falcons as well. And, and you know, sometimes we have these storylines where we just like it's too good to be true or it's, it feels like it just it was just meant to be that way. And I think this is the game that, you know, CeeDee Lamb is going to see some A.J. Terrell who was who went just one slot ahead of him. And, and I think uh, CeeDee Lamb is going to give him the business and uh, and announce his announces arrival to the NFL in this game. So I got the Cowboys winning with a big CeeDee Lamb performance. All right, and Kent? Yeah, I have the Cowboys winning this game as well. The first win of the season at home, a noon game on Fox. Uh, you know, I know Todd Gurley's out in Atlanta now, and they've had some trouble with Gurley in the past. But I, I, I feel like the Cowboys will put it together, and, and they'll, they'll use that loss with the Rams against the Rams to, uh, to turn things around at home. So I'm, I've got them at 1-1 one and one after two weeks. Before we move on, KT, and hit the rest of these games, I want to tell our listeners about a great new company we're working with called Hydrant. A lot of people have their morning routines. You know, if you're like me, you like your coffee, you know, but even I'm man enough to admit that coffee's probably not the best for me. Top performers in business and sports like to attribute their success to their morning routine, whether that's getting up early, setting their goals for the day, exercising, or meditating. But not everybody has time to do it all. But with Hydrant, you can jumpstart your morning. Hydrant creates flavored electrolyte packets that you mix directly into your water to make hydrating your body easy and delicious. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs. 
sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc to help you hydrate quickly and stay hydrated all day. Hydrant is also backed by research. That's important. The formula was developed by Oxford scientists to provide perfectly balanced, efficient hydration. There's no synthetic colors or artificial sweeteners. The formula is vegan also, so you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply. And save more with a monthly subscription. Right now, you can get 25% off your first order. Go to drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code COWBOYS. That's drinkhydrant.com, promo code COWBOYS for 25% off your first order. Get on it, get hydrated, drink some hydrant. Back to you, KT. Thought John made a good point in the podcast earlier about you know uh, home crowds. You know how much is that going to matter? Seattle to me one of the toughest places to play. Cowboys get the Seahawks in Week Three, and again I've got pretty high hopes for the Cowboys this year. I think they're going to be a good team. I think they're going to be a playoff team. I think they're going to get double digit wins. But I have them starting off one and two, taking a loss in Seattle in Week Three. I have a loss as well. Uh, I just. Whether there's fans in the stands or not, I think Seattle will be a good team again. And um, I'm obviously not picking the Cowboys to go 16-0, and so this will be their first loss. Yeah, I, I, I agree with John. Whether there are fans or not, this is one of those games that, um, you know, just the defense for the Cowboys, uh, they're still going to be getting their, their heads together. They're still going to try to figure out what they're going to be doing and, and everything. And Russell Wilson is not a quarterback you want to be doing that again. So I think whether there are fans or not, Seattle is a tough place to play. Um uh, regardless, so I think the Cowboys will lose lose here and go one and two to start the season. Kent? Yeah, I've got a loss as well. Uh, the Cowboys do have trouble with Russell Wilson a lot, and I think that's going to be kind of the thorn in their side for a while. And uh, so I've got them at one and two after three weeks, KT. Week four, the uh, Browns at home. For me, I'm giving the Cowboys a win, and I just I, – I feel like the Browns' chance of being improved. Like last year, I know there was a lot of Browns hype because they got Odell Beckham, but I was still kind of – it's easy for me to say now, but I was still kind of going, are we sure we're not overrating them right now? Like, shouldn't they have to prove it first? I, I, I didn't – I'm not as high on Baker Mayfield as a lot of people are either. Um I think the Cowboys are going to get an easy win over the Browns. And I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is Cowboys win, but also saying I'm not sure the Browns are going to be that great once again. Uh, go ahead, John. Yeah, I'm having I'm struggling with this one because I, I do think that they're going to bounce back a little bit just because of the fact that um, their expectations were just so high last year and you kind of felt like they probably weren't going to reach them, especially between really it was the Browns and the Bears last year where I was just like, they, both those teams were getting so much hype, and I was kind of like, there's just no way that both these teams are going to be as good as just come out of nowhere, and actually neither of them did, but <sighs> this is tough. This is tough. You don't think they're going to start at 1-3, and three, do you? No, I would have them going 3-1, and one, and I don't think that they're going to – like when I predicted the schedule last week, I had them starting out 2-2. Two and two. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, you picked them to win. But one. Sorry. I'm going to go with a win here. Oh! <laughs> I, I kind of feel dumb here because uh, I, I guess I understand um, I, I understand the Browns hype last year and everything, but this just wasn't really that difficult a decision for me. I think you know um, the Cowboys being at home, uh, coming off a loss from a road on the road um, again, given the schedule goes as it does. 
um, they have to win this game. And, and it's and if the Cowboys are going to be the team that we all think that they're going to be, or at least that they think they're going to be, this is not a game that you can lose. And so for me, I I I don't know if they win easily, but I think they definitely win this game, uh, in my opinion. All right. Kent, what do you have on this game? Yeah. Uh, Brown's going to Brown. I got the Cowboys winning this one. And uh, two and two after week four. So John's got him at three and one, and the, the other of us have him at two and two through one month. I, I just think Kevin Stefanski is going to have a hard time turning Baker Mayfield into a pure pocket passer. I don't know. That seems like a weird. I don't know. Giants, week five. Cowboys win. Home game right there. And this is the second of three straight home games that the Cowboys get right there to kick off October. October is a big month at AT&T Stadium. So I will give the Cowboys a win to go to three and two. John? Yeah, I'm going win here too. I don't, I didn't, the new coaching staff, young team, uh, you know, Daniel Jones, all of that. Uh, I, I think the Giants game later in the season in New York to, to close out the year will be a little bit closer, but I think the Cowboys win this one. Yeah, the Cowboys again. They have to win this one if they're if they're the team that that's going to be able to make a run late in the year. Especially, we'll get to their schedule in December and uh, and and see how tough that is. But they have to be able to get these wins. So I think the Cowboys win this one. Yeah, the Cowboys. I'm predicting them to do very quite well in the division this year, and they're going to start uh, things off on a high note by beating the New York Giants and old JGZ at home on America's Game of the Week on CBS with Tony Romo on the call. So that's that's my prediction. Three and two after week five. So we go to a week six. It's the Monday Nighter. Cardinals coming to town. Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray uh, to AT&T Stadium. The third straight home game for the Cowboys. And I've got them going ahead and getting that win as well to go to four and two. Yeah, I, I got them. I got another win there as well. Wow. I'm like going down the schedule and going, geez, where do I have these losses at? But no, they're coming pretty soon here. Uh, again, yeah, just a young quarterback uh, with Kyler Murray. I don't know. You know, I was still, I'm, I'm surprised they went with Cliff Kingsbury as their head coach. Uh, maybe he catches lightning in a bottle, but uh, there's just other games on the, on the schedule. I think it'll be a lot tougher than this one. Um, I got the Cowboys starting with only one loss this far, but I don't think that they really will. I think they'll be at two losses at this point. I don't know where the other loss will come from, uh, but I got them beating the Cardinals. Yeah, see, this is the game. I, I think every year we look at the Cowboys last year. If you even take out the Jets game, which if you want to dub that to the Amari injury or whatever, that, that usually there's a game on the schedule where they should have really won that game. And I think last year that was the Bears game probably. But um, but no, I have the Cowboys losing here, and uh, and Kyler Murray staying perfect at AT and T Stadium. Um, I you know I've seen every game that kid has played at AT and T Stadium. It's uh, it's kind of like his home turf for him. He's played there with Allen and in college as well. So um, yeah, I got the Cowboys picking up their third loss of the season here. Wow. Okay. I like it. I like it, son. I like it. The unconventional pick. What about you, Kent? Yeah. Well, by the way, DeAndre Hopkins is is on this team too, and and remember, yeah, right. DeAndre Hopkins is, is a beast. So I, I think Kyler will have plenty of help in the second year of his system. You're right. You're right, Sod. I think they might they might catch the Cowboys sleeping here, but I'm still taking the Cowboys here at their third win in a row on Monday Night Football. Uh, Cowboys win. All right, Cowboys win for Kent. So Sod is the lone wolf on that week. Taking the Cowboys lost. Now the Cowboys then will have a short week going to Washington. After the Monday night game, go to Washington. So I would I would kind of consider this a potential trap game 
but not enough to make me give them a loss. Cowboys get Washington on the road, get the win, a perfect 4-0 in October, um, and are 6-2 overall. I got them losing here. Um, I just don't think that they're going to go just 2-0 against both the Redskins and the Giants. I mean, it's clearly an Eagles-Cowboys division, um, but I just don't think that you can just assume that they're going to just beat both the Redskins and the Giants both times they play them. So this is the one loss that I have uh, them taking to in the Redskins Giants, those, those four games. So yeah, loss on the road, Washington. Hey, there's still one, two, three, four, four and two. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, think, I did not I, I'm sorry. Guy. I have them at five and two. Sorry. Oh, right five now. and two. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I did not see that coming from John. I, 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 for me, I think the Cowboys win this one um, coming off there for me and they're coming off a loss. So again, they're going to need to rebound and, uh, and Washington just doesn't have, the the talent to compete with the Cowboys, I think, overall throughout the whole team. I am interested to see what's going to happen with Ron Rivera, what he does at quarterback. Um, you know, still questions remain about Dwayne Haskins and what's going to happen there. So um, I'm interested to see how that whole situation plays out. Maybe Dwayne Haskins has that Jared Goff type, you know, uh, trajectory where Jared Goff struggled with Jeff Fisher, then Sean McVay came and and uh, and golf took off. Now Ron Rivera is a defensive coach, but I think sometimes just a change in leadership can to, can do that. So I, I understand where John's pick is coming from, but I'm still gonna go with the with the Cowboys to win against the Redskins. And Kent, yeah, I've got a Cowboys win here as well. I agree with John. I think it's an Eagles and Cowboys division, and so I've got the Cowboys at five and two after Week Seven. I actually have the Redskins going four and twelve this year. I don't. I just don't think there's going to be enough offense there. I don't think they have enough weapons. I, defensively, I like some of the things they've done. Um, obviously, Chase Young adding him to the mix with Montez Sweat and the defensive line. But I just not a huge fan of what they've done on offense to even help Dwayne Haskins. Now we go to a Sunday nighter. Uh, this is November first. Uh, the Eagles are going to be coming off a Thursday night game. So the Eagles are going to have a long week to prepare and heal up for the Cowboys. I've got the Cowboys losing this game on the road in Philadelphia Sunday night, November 11th, to go to 5-3. and three. Yeah, same here. I just uh, I know that Philly has, has just been a place like last year where it was just, I don't know why they couldn't get anything going. And again, I just when I looked at the entire schedule, I look at the team that the Cowboys have, I just don't look at them as, as being some team that's going to win 12, 13 games. There's going to be losses somewhere. Uh, this one makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, if you're just looking at the schedule real quick, I think they split with the Eagles, and I think this is the one that they lose. Yeah, and if you're, and it, you know, it kind it it kind of goes to playing spoiler a little bit because if you think they're splitting against the Eagles, and if you think the Cowboys will have a good year, then then obviously the loss comes here, and that's where that's the case for me as well. That I think the Cowboys will split against the Eagles. Um, and, and, you know, the important matchup will come in week 16, but I think this one on the road at the midway point of the season, this is the eighth game of the season. I got them getting their fourth loss. So four and four. Yep. I'm going Cowboys lose as well. Uh, and that puts them at five and three for me, uh, on the Sunday night football and, you know, panic button might be able to be, be hits when, Oh, could they, could they possibly beat every team and, and, you know, still lose this division to the Eagles kind of thing, you know, kind of similar to where we were in last year. But, um, yeah, I agree with John. I think they split with the Eagles and I see them losing at Philadelphia in uh, week eight. Now we move on to 11, eight, November the 8th, Pittsburgh. This game is, uh, at home for Dallas. Uh, 
I'm having a hard time wrapping my heads around taking Pittsburgh seriously with or without Ben Roethlisberger. Um, And I mean, no disrespect to the great career he's had. I just don't know. That just team, they don't scare me at all. I've got the Cowboys winning this game. Yeah, I do as well. I just, I already had them losing the last two to Washington and Philly. I don't see them losing three in a row. And uh, if this game was in Pittsburgh, uh, it might be a little bit different, but uh, I'm going with the Cowboys here. Yeah, I think the the Steelers defense is for real and you know that that's going to be tough for the Cowboys but fortunately the Cowboys have a good contrast to that. Their strength is the offense. So I think they can they can weather the Steelers defense and uh and I I I'm with you KT. I I don't know what to make of Big Ben but I but I certainly don't think that he's going to be as much of a threat as as people think that he will. I think he'll definitely be better than whatever they were throwing out at quarterback last year but I still see the Cowboys just, you know, if we're going to give a tiebreaker, it's the fact that it's in Arlington. So I think the Cowboys win that one. Yeah, it would be a great day when the Cowboys go into the bye with a big win on national TV. I don't think it happens, though. I think they lose to the Steelers. Oh. And I think they go into the bye five and four uh, after week nine. Wow. Kent with the classic misdirection, right? There. You got to you got to mix it up here. You know, not all these games are going to happen. Like, uh, I think there's going to be some trap games in here somewhere. Maybe that's one of we, them. You get the buy, you get to tape up your ankles or you know, ice your legs. I don't know what people do, really. I don't know what they do, but they they try to heal up. And I like that. Pretty good buy position right there, getting it in November. I always think it sucks for the teams that have a bye week in week five. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, before the season really really takes off, now we get to get our off week. I would rather be tired when I have my off week. Um, Minnesota, on the road. November 22nd, Cowboys coming off a bye. Meanwhile, you're going to get the Vikings coming off a short week on the road in Chicago. They play on that Monday night. So the Cowboys have 14 days to prepare for this game. Meanwhile, the Vikings will have six days to get ready for the Cowboys. McCarthy, too, against Minnesota, was 16-9-2 in his his career with Green Bay. Um, One of those ties coming without Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, he had some games without Aaron Rodgers against Minnesota as well. I think he knows Mike Zimmer well. I think you're going to get a good game plan. I think you get the Cowboys getting a win, a tough win, a gritty win, kind of like they couldn't pull out against Minnesota last year. They go get it this year. Uh, Cowboys beat the Vikings November 22nd. Yeah, you made a lot of great points there, and I knew you'd have the uh, stats there on the Packers-Vikings. Again, I think it also helps Mike Zimmer that he knows Mike McCarthy to a certain extent, and he obviously knows the Cowboys, and there's obviously a chip on his shoulder when it comes to going against the Cowboys, whether he wants to admit it or not. I think it's a super close game, but uh, I'm going to take the Vikings here. Yeah, I mean, if you think back to the Vikings game last year, the coaching was, remember, they got down there, the, the second and third down, I think those were the runs, and then the fourth down, and there was just a lot of coaching mishaps that went on down there in the in the red zone when the Cowboys were we're in position to actually win the game, and I think the coaching change makes the difference here. So I think the Cowboys get the win against the Vikings. I've never been a Kirk Cousins fan, and he's never had good luck against the Cowboys, really. And so and that goes, you know, obviously back to Washington. So I think that continues here. Cowboys win. They are at 6-4 and four, uh, through Week 11. Thanksgiving. Cowboys Redskins. I'm picking a Cowboys win. Now for a bonus, can I get a bonus half point if I correctly predict the Cowboys Thanksgiving halftime show, John? <laughs> yes. 
Do you guys agree with this caveat? Would y'all be okay if with you a guess bonus it right now point? in May? Of course. Yeah, you get you get a free. Let's say a free a free. Uh, I don't know space if you're playing a board game to yeah. where you can replace any of your losses with a W if you predict it right now. Oh, I was just going to ask for a half point. Okay. I don't even yeah, want a full say, point. Let's hold on on this, okay? He might have some inside information. Let's not go no I'm sweating bullets crazy. over here. Yeah. We, we have a lot of similar picks over here, okay? Uh, yeah, this guy doesn't mind to get it, dye his hair blonde. I really do mind eating this <laughs> pepper. <laughs> I predict, because they went pop, they, they, what they do? They go pop country, pop country, pop country. That's what they do. Um, with Charlotte in charge. And I predict it'll be a virtual performance. Just kidding. Okay, just kidding. It won't be a virtual at-home performance. I'll do it there. Because things are going to get back to normal, hopefully. My prediction is, after a quick Google search, I just Googled who are the big names in country music these days. Because I don't really listen to a lot of country music. And uh, I'm going to go with the Lee Bryce, who apparently I found out like a month ago is my cousin. I've, I've never even heard of the guy. Lee Bryce. Is it Lee Bice? I think it's Bryce. There's another Lee Bice. Because he's like oh, my there's... cousin's cousin. He's like my seventh cousin. Lee Bryce. There you go. He's a country guy. Huh. That's a good. That's good. It's it's uh, just some insider information, KT. It's always whoever Charlotte's daughters are really into at the time. It seems to be that seems to be the vetting process of who gets the halftime show. You know. Well, he's got great songs like "Parking Lot Party." And drinking class, according to Wikipedia. I'm going to go with uh, Blake Shelton. Guys, come on. The last dance is about to come on. Let's Blake Shelton. Let's going here. <laughs> Did you record it? That's for my half point on the record. All right, go ahead, KT. Rest of the schedule. Uh, win, Lee Bryce. Everyone's saying win here, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Win on Thanksgiving. At Baltimore, Thursday night. Uh, I have a Cowboys taking a loss there, and part of the reason is, too, Baltimore plays that Thursday night, Thanksgiving day. So it's not like the Cowboys get a team on a short week like they've kind of done sometimes in the past. They're getting a team that's kind of on the same rest schedule as them as well. So a loss in Baltimore. Same here, man. I uh, Just the way that that one shapes up. Obviously, Lamar Jackson coming off a great year, MVP. Um, I don't know that he's going to be able to do that back-to-back, but I still think the Ravens on the road, that's a tough game. And i got to pick losses somewhere, so there we go. Yeah, I mean, you, the reigning MVP, the, the and especially being on the road, that's not going to be an easy one for the Cowboys. And I and I, and I I have them winning like what is that like three or four straight games at that point. So I think they're going to be due for a loss, and I think they get one there. Yep, loss for me too. I think Lamar right. Lamar continues his MVP campaign, and yeah, seven and five. Ten days, ten days later, December thirteenth at Cincinnati. I've got the Cowboys getting a win. Yeah, same here, man. I uh, I like Joe Burrow a lot, but he ain't going to start his career off the way Andy Dalton did there. There's just not enough talent. Um, uh, I don't see them being very good early on. So this was probably the easiest win for me to pick on here, even though it is on the road. Yeah, same here. I think it's one of the easiest one wins for me to pick as well. And I think we get Andy Dalton against Joe Burrow in this one oh late my in the gosh. fourth quarter. Oh, in the fourth quarter. I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh, my say. gosh. <laughs> he says, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Cowboys win this one as well at Cincinnati. I agree with you. I think uh, since he still sucks and they get another big, maybe, skill player next year's drafts. But I got the Cowboys at 8-5 and five after this game. 
December 20th, San Francisco. This is a home game for the Cowboys. This will be a fun one, but I have the Cowboys losing this game. I just think San Francisco is a tank physically, and they've added skill players you know, on offense. I, I just I, – I love San Francisco's roster. love what, what they're all about. I've got the Cowboys losing this one. I do as well. I slept on San Francisco – all of last year, I didn't. I didn't believe that they were the real deal, uh, even into, into the playoffs. And so, uh, I'm not going to sleep on them again. So, I got the 49ers. Yeah, I got. The, I got the 49ers as well. The losses stacking up at this point. Got this is the sixth loss for the Cowboys for me. Um, but the 49ers, their defense is a, a bit too talented. The pass rush is going to be getting into Dak's, Dak's face. So, um, yeah, I got the 49ers winning this one. Same. Cowboys lose eight and six after week 15. 12 27, two days after Christmas. Eagles at home. I have the Cowboys winning that game. Yeah, I do as well. I think this is the one that decides the vision. I think this season's going to be a lot like last year, where, you know, early on in the year, you, you were already looking at that late season game uh, at Philly. Uh, I think the same thing is pretty similar this year. I think uh, nine and seven, ten and six will be around the record that it'll take to win this division between the Eagles and Cowboys. And uh, because this one is at AT and T Stadium, um, I'm taking the Cowboys. Yeah, the same here. I, you know, I, like I said earlier, I think you know the the Cowboys are going to split against the Eagles, but I have them winning the division. And I think this is going to be very similar to last year in that the, the division will be on the line here. Um, so yeah, I got the I got the Cowboys winning this one against the Eagles. Same Cowboys win against the Eagles. They're at nine and six, and I'll go ahead and speed up the process. KT, they win in week seventeen at New York. Rest some players and get ready for the playoffs. Okay, I have them winning that game too, and I've got the Cowboys going eleven and five, and the three seed in the NFC. I've got them at ten and six, and the uh, the NFC East champions. I'm the same as Kent. I got them winning this game and finishing ten and six, and uh, winning the NFC East. Which yeah, ten and got, six won it two years ago, and nine and seven won it last year. So I know, like some people will look at that and be like, "Well, they're gonna have to win at least eleven games or so." I don't think so. I think ten wins wins a division. Yeah, I got them at ten and six as well because I got them beating the Giants. Though I'm kind of I'm kind of half on that because I I, I don't know if the division and seating is wrapped up. Maybe the Cowboys are resting everybody and and they just lose that game because of that. And Jason Garrett decides to just play everyone as he always does uh, on his offense or whatever. But um. But as far as just but then, what you get to see yeah, Andy Dalton. But, yeah, this is not the past <laughs> years. If we rest everybody, we still got Andy Dalton to go out there and play. It's not like imagine the excitement surrounding that. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. That would be pretty fun. But I'm gonna say they win that game. Um, so ten and six for me. Cowboys win the division. All right, so we're all pretty close here. That's what's gonna make this fun is the accuracy of all this mm-hmm. and, and which games we hit on. Obviously, we've got big wagers, and if you did miss those, just rewind to the first of the podcast. We talked about it pretty much off the top what the big bet payoffs are. Uh, Ken, is there anything we need to promote or anything special that we need to promote before we get out of here and not, go watch the last dance? Not really, you know. Yeah, make your make your bets now. Who, who you think is going to win? Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's it's uh, it's me, so I don't have to dye my hair blonde because I don't have much hair left, so it might fry all the rest. Yep, and that's, uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back uh, when we're back. Um, obviously, if there's anything happening in Cowboys land, we will be there to discuss it, and we'll be right on top of it covering uh, the Cowboys because, look, what else do we have to do? Let's be quite honest. <laughs> um, for our producer, Kent Garrison, for Father John Mashota, for the great Saad Yusuf, I'm Kevin K.T. Turner. This has been another episode of About Them Cowboys. <laughs>